Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of the Last Minute Continue cast with me, John Turbo Finley, back again for the month of December 2019. It's the end of the year and of course, the end of a decade here on this green earth that we call hell. Uh, I, I don't know what's happening to the missing year next year, but... <laughs> so yeah, um, it's... Uh, I I I feel so we're uh, thankfully we're grateful that this year is gonna be ending here. But is it even gonna? Be yeah, I'm not gonna argue with that one. Actually, yeah. it's no, gonna yeah. be even better uh, this time with ours us uh, coming together yet again. Uh, as we have um, uh, Josh, Yarg, I thought there, and uh, John Shadowfox. Ahoy, ahoy. All right, uh, back again as uh, we the gaming three have come to um, not talk about. The end year, you know, year games uh, for 2019. No, that's another podcast. You can go listen to that. No, we are here to obviously go be talking about the games of the decade um, later on with our kind of like thoughts on what we feel, you know, what what uh, has the last 10 years of gaming have given us from 2010 to 2019? What has ha- actually, you know, been given to us this past decade and whatnot and um yeah we will be going into the, that very shortly however before we um get into that main topic we're going to be talking about the one major event that happened this month for the month of december in 2019 and of course we did talk about this in a previous uh, last minute continue cast um here on lastminutecontinue.com or on itunes or wherever you're listening to that's assuming this. it was uploaded first, actually. Yeah, if it was, well, it should be uploaded now. <laughs> it, but, should um, be. it should be. I gave it. I gave it to him about two days after we recorded it. Yeah. Well, of course, well, I. But uh, who knows? But um, regardless, I'm sure it'll be all uploaded all together, like in a big package. But uh, yeah. the major thing that we're going to be talking about this month is that of same. Which is the Sonic Music, uh, Sonic Adventure music experience that happened in the UK uh, at the start of the month, uh, where all three of us actually got a chance to be there. Yeah, yes. it yeah. was uh, another free- another rare meetup. <laughs> and freeze ourselves out outside. <laughs> oh yeah, I was Baltic <laughs> at times. Like, I mean, granted, I, because you know, you know, big cities usually tend to be kind of like, um, you know, decently. All right, you know, it just depends on the, uh, where they are on sea level. Essentially, if it's a, it's a, if it's a, you know, a city that's uh, on sea level, then you're gonna get, you know, it's gonna be a bit cold. <laughs> but it, I should, that I should know. Depends on which sea you're near, I think, actually. Because if you're um, down in the southern coast, it's actually not as bad because you get quite warm breezes coming. Well, true, yeah, I because uh, you know you're getting close to the you know equator. Uh, for that i think it's i think it just depends on where the wind is coming from as well because obviously if it's coming from the equator it's going to be warmer whereas up the beaches around your area you're going to be getting northern winds which oh uh... <laughs> yes oh I know a little that bit too more well. chilly northern oh. chill hi that's why i always wrap up warm but um no uh same uh sonic adventure music experience it was organized by uh our good friends uh um sven and adam obviously who you know, tend, tended to be acting as uh, Summer Sonic, <laughs> which um, eh, it's a bit questionable <laughs> with ourselves. But uh, regardless, yeah, it's fine. Although regardless, fair, they I think want... Jun, Jun had a lot to hand in it as well. 
True, yeah. I mean, June, June it was a collaborative effort with those uh, three, essentially, of uh, them talking to each other and whatnot and wanting to do something like this. June um, but, has but, but always... Wasn't he already uh, doing things in Japan anyway, like music uh, bits for this sort of similar... Yeah, ah, he's done He's done uh, this project, essentially, this uh, experience uh, for a good couple of years now, uh, or even more, actually. I should know. I bought the T-shirt um, twice, <laughs> um, but um, uh, he, he's always been um, wanting to do stuff like this, uh, like for the longest time. Ever since you know, you know, since since Summer Sonic, essentially, where it's like he wants to be. Uh, he has been recognized for his music and whatnot, and this is just another outlet for his contributions to uh, his you know, uh, musical craft in the series uh, of being able to, you know, present it on a stage um, that could be, you know, welcomed by, any, uh, you know, by the fans and whatnot. And it it's very evident by uh, the numerous kind of like uh, times that it was uh, showcased in Japan. The one time that it was at uh, in the US uh, with uh, MAGFest uh, and uh, as evident by this event here in the UK in London. And, um, yeah, but we'll, before we get into the whole event and whatnot, we'll just go, go into what kind of, like, led to uh, the event in question uh, with us all conjugating to, uh, you know, a little pub uh, near the venue and whatnot. Uh, Are we allowed to mention the name of the pub? You can say it. I mean, it's been, it's been the laughing stock <laughs> of uh, us and whatnot. I, I'm sure we can say it on this podcast as well, like, you know, because... It's yeah. called the famous cock. It is, and it is very <laughs> famous, you know, for many, many of the roosters. But uh, <laughs> although, granted, some dirty-minded person is obviously thinking the other way. But uh, <clears throat> I mean, in the UK, we have so many of those. It's uh... <laughs> to be fair. Well, the, this is the thing. It wasn't a slang term. Probably when the pub was made. Yeah. Ah, it's like uh, well, obviously back then, obviously they were thinking of like you know the actual chicken. You know, rooster and whatnot, you know, mm. because that's, that's, uh, you know, uh, the alternate name for a rooster and whatnot. I mean, but... to be fair, you've also got pubs called stuff like the Spotted Dick. Yeah, well, that's also, that's also a, di- a dish. That is also, yes. you know, uh, uh, you know, a pudding of such. But, well, um, in, in the UK, outside of the UK, people yeah. do not know what that means. No, they don't. <laughs> but, at, at uh, least, at least their rooster's alternate name is a bit more universally known. Yeah. But we all conjugated there, got got some food and whatnot, and this was before the VIP meet and greet, uh, which most of us were uh, gonna be going to. And um, uh, I I can definitely say this: there we're not the most dedicated fans out there. Like there are way more dedicated <laughs> oh, fans. Than I, us. I I think it's less that we're not dedicated, and more the fact that we've seen enough of this shit, and we know. We're fine if we wait a little bit longer. We don't need to be the first one in line. Oh, the, the, no matter how much you think you're into something, there are people out there who are much more into it. So much more. Yeah, and it was quite evident by not only the VIP uh, meet and greet, but also the uh, the main event uh, of the concert itself. People uh, queuing where... as soon as the VIP session ended. Yeah, essentially. It's just like... Uh, they just, just what, wait... like four hours? Yep. Waiting? Yeah, four hours. Like pretty much four hours. I'm I'm surprised four, they lasted, hours? lasted that uh, long. Uh, 
Uh, it was oh, crazy. Oh, p- people come prepared. People bring tents. People bring well, food. Well, it, it, it never got to the point where they were camping outside of the bloody thing. i t- tell you that much. Uh, but I would think, well, being that there was a Waitrose right just next to the event and whatnot, I'm sure people just like quickly popped into there, grab, your, grab themselves uh, a hot drink of some kind or whatever, <laughs> or like some hot food from the um, the heater uh, section next to the fridge and whatnot. Um, yeah, they're, they're probably. I don't even know if so have those. <laughs> oh, they, oh they, they, I do. I do. They do. <laughs> like, I don't know why I said I do. Well, no, your, I your went, local I went in there. <laughs> I went in there oh, to get there. some f- stuff there, and uh, I saw it right there. You know, it's like uh, hot pastries and stuff like that. You know, this is a typical thing. But um, but no, uh, the VIP section itself was it was special for a lot of us, uh, particularly myself included. Because this is uh, the first time uh, meeting back with June uh, since Summer Sonic 20, uh, 2016. Since half of your mass went missing. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> and uh, for him, and, and, and it was very good for uh, for him to see see me and react it just like everyone else has during that day. Because everyone else, obviously, you know, with um, a lot of the kind of like old Summer Sonic crew and people from Radio Sega and, uh, you know, Sonic Stadium stuff like that. We were all coming together and meeting each other again, and a lot of them were just like going. He's like, "Dude, you look great. You know, you look fantastic and all that," and just amazed at what I did for myself and whatnot. And just to have June there, also in that kind of like mindset where he knows who I am, he he knows what I've done. I, I'm genuinely impressed by John's memory. If I'm going to be honest, I I'm surprised too. I mean, it's like I'm not the most recognizable person. I I'm I'm pretty much, I'm like a glorified roadie in some way of <laughs> sense, essentially. You know, because that that I was funnily enough during that 2016, I was pretty much chaperoning his guitar for uh, a majority of the uh, event, where I was just keeping keeping an eye on it uh, for a good, a good time. band remembers their roadies. <laughs> They're but, good. They're good roadies. <laughs> yeah, I, but uh, but he uh, remembered me as well, which I was very pleasantly happy about because again, not seeing him for three years, same as you, same as yourself, and yeah, it was just like, ah, oh, how have you been? It's been three years. How's how's the games going? It's like, yeah, busy. <laughs> but uh, sadly, John, you didn't get a chance to go to the VIP section, didn't you? No, I didn't. I say I've nah. although being with Grant, summer, being with I'm working summer of Sonic. I'm, yeah. you know I've met Jun before, <laughs> and it's all that. It's not. It'd be nice yeah. to have met the other two, but although, you know. although what was it when um, we were going to see Jun and be at the v- VIP meet and greet, and uh, also get uh, you know a chance to yeah. talk to uh, uh, Aksan and uh, uh, Tanada San. Um, you know, uh, like uh, Kev. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Sven and and Adam they came to the line to just double check uh, names and stuff like that and Sven was just going oh we could have just gotten you in it's like, it's like, no, nah, no, nah, we'll we'll pay for it. We're yeah, good, I, we're good for we, paying for we, it. We we want to support this. We, you know, we so we've done it before with Summer Sonic. We can, you know, we want to do this again for, um, for same and whatnot. And we should probably mention that offer was only really open for people who had been Summer Sonic staff. Yeah, <laughs> so. Hi. Um, so yeah, don't don't just assume that uh, you you would just get you a free just rock entry up on the door. Yeah, 
exactly. he's not mates he's not mates right so and um, professional so, still. <laughs> was it um people who claim to be summer sonic staff and rock up to the door we do anyone that does that kind of stuff personally knows every member of staff basically yeah um i say this from experience of people trying to get in the door oh no i, I totally understand um but no, it was it was nice nice that Sven wanted to give that op, you know offer and whatnot. But really, no, no, you don't think so. We we if we're not part of this event on a working capacity, we'll you know we'll come we'll into it fish, you yeah. know yeah. like everyone else you know and we and, want we want to support it. That's yeah, the big aye, we want to support it, and we also uh, now realize every single member, every single person who came to Summer of Sonic every year. And we now feel their pain <laughs> in <laughs> in waiting in line for uh, for an event to start because that was quite evident. I mean, it was a sold out venue. It had uh, a thousand people, and uh, it was like uh, for a thousand uh, person venue. And wouldn't you know it? It would. It 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 looked and kind of like was. It was packed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was packed like there was a thousand people there, so. Uh, there was no hyperbole uh, on it where people just bought tickets for the sake of buying tickets to, you know, just to build up the numbers and whatnot and just sell out the whole thing while it's not actually sell. No, it looked like it sold out. It looked. I mean, like to be it fair, was it was, it's a fairly niche event to a certain extent, so it's one of those ones where the only people that are going to buy tickets are probably going to be the hardcore fans. I'd say. Yeah. Ah, it was it was evident that it was going to be just the hardcore fans, <laughs> and and granted, there are a lot of hardcore fans um, in the UK that are still or from active. abroad. There was a fair few people that flew in. Oh yeah, oh oh oh! Don't get me wrong, there was plenty of people who flew in. I mean, granted, I mean you we flew had, in. <laughs> well, <laughs> I say flew in. Yeah, I flew in, but I flew in from just the other side of the country, not like overseas and whatnot. But um, there but were no, definitely people pe- from France and Spain. Yeah. And there was a particular person from Canada. Yes. Yeah. Uh, who who apparently still calls himself British, even though he's in Canada now and he's looking to and, get some. And he has a Canadian there. citizenship, I believe. Yeah, aye. So he's a uh, British Canadian now. Yeah. Doesn't make Dual any sense. Uh, but um, regardless, uh, yeah, it, it, it does have that kind of like attention and whatnot. Um, the event itself, we'll go into that now. Um, where the event itself. It was basically it was what I would expect from June. Now, granted, June's June's public talking. He's you know he he still has uh, a bit of like hesitation to it because obviously first uh, English is not his first language. Even though he's spent years overseas, uh, you know, working with um, many English speaking kind of like team members and stuff like that, like in Sonic Team USA. Back in the day, back in like two thousand and whatnot. Um, I mean, he, he certainly. I mean, he was fluent enough that he could ca- he could have probably carried the show on his own. Um, but um, there were parts where Sven and Adam did come on stage. But honestly, there was a large part where he was the one presenting and doing a lot of the chatting. Yeah, aye. Um, uh, there was uh, the present how how it was kind of like presented as well, like. Uh, this was professional. This was a proper professionally done like uh, concert and whatnot. Uh, I didn't hear uh, any problems with the um, the you know the with uh, equipment or music or anything like that or any or anything whatsoever. It was all pro- 
all well done and it was it it ran smoothly. Um, I mean, yeah, there's a great. few there's a few parts where I think the DJ was mixing a few bits on the fly, but I I only know that because I've worked in that area before, so hmm. I kind of know how it worked. But no, it was really well done. It sounded brilliant. Um, the room was thumping. Okay, admittedly, maybe a little bit loud for my taste, but then I'm not used to rock concerts. Mm. Well, this, well, with myself, this was being like my second, uh, no, third, third kind of like major concert kind of like venue. First one being uh, Crush Four E, two nights to remember uh, the two nights uh, in Japan, uh, the Hatsune Miku. Uh, um, uh, Miku Expo kind of like event. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot uh, about that. <laughs> last, uh, like last year was it last year? I think it was last year. Uh, yeah, last, it was last year. Yeah, last winter. Yeah, last winter. Probably uh, by the time this goes out, two years ago. Yeah, time. <laughs> uh, yeah, twenty eighteen. Yeah, back in twenty eighteen. Because I and... forgot I met you up for that, but I didn't. I didn't go to the the concert itself. It was just because yeah. it was a chance to see Turbo while he's down this end of the country, and it's fairly easy for me to see him. Yeah. Not and convenient. <laughs> yeah, convenience. Uh, and uh, yeah, now the, the uh, same UK and um, in all the in those kind of like environments. Yeah, I can I can um, you know uh, handle those environments because well, granted, I'm I'm quite a deaf bugger anyway to a certain <laughs> degree. Um, so I've, my ears are already shot. So pff, it's like, what's a couple of concerts uh, gonna do to me? Make me go deaf? <laughs> Um, See, I've been going to concerts since. Uh, well, I used to do them a lot more when I was uh, in schools, and my hearing is still absolutely fine. Well, I guess so. I'm going to tribute mine to studying music for a while, but this is the first concert I've done in many years where it's a stand-up concert. Mm. My knees were not happy with me by the end of it. The last few concerts I've done have all been, yes, I can book a seat to listen to this. The, yeah. the, the biggest one I can remember was um, Genesis for their final farewell farewell tour. Um, probably no one listening to this is going to be old enough to remember Genesis, <laughs> apart from you guys, maybe. But um, that no, was held. I, I recall. I recall the band. The the funniest thing is that was held. That was held at Old Trafford, right? Mm-hmm. And which was the seated venue, yeah. Well, no, it also had um, a standing area on the football field. All right. Um, so there were standing tickets. What I don't oh. quite get is how people were moshing to some of the slow songs. You <laughs> I was just anything. like, do you just automatically mosh nowadays? <laughs> you can mosh or anything. Just uh, run each other. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, th- I think it's just. I think that was just a case of people just uh, keeping themselves active and trying not to, you know, freeze. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because what what time of the year was that? Was that a winter time? No, I think it was summertime, but it was quite oh. late. Oh, so I so it might have been just cold, but um, yeah. Um, with uh, some of the fav- some of the tracks that were played for the thing, now many people had the complaint. It's like, oh, it's not all Sonic Adventure music. Oh, it's not called the Sonic Adventure music experience. Then it's got all this Team Sonic racing and Sonic uh, the, this uh, and everything. Not all the Sonic Adventure. There's a Look, couple here- of Sonic Generation. Yeah. Slash, yeah. Aye, games that generations were based on, I guess. Yeah, aye, there's <laughs> there's certain mixes uh, involved, but here's the thing: it's a Sonic music, uh, it's Sonic Adventure music experience. It's like it's not just the adventure uh, side; it's 
pretty much an experience overall, essentially, for everything that Jun himself has done. And he's been on this, uh, he's been part of that franchise for over two decades. Sonic 3, I think, was his first one? Yeah, essentially. And uh, so, which is now coming up to, well, actually, it's probably three decades now. Um, I think. Uh, Sonic 3 will be 1994, so it'll be 2014 will be the three decade. No. 2024, sorry, will be the yeah, ice. Yeah, yeah, so so it's been over two decades, two and a half decades, that he's been part of that franchise, and uh, this him celebrating his major contributions to the series, which is from the adventure series onward, essentially. And I think there's also something to note, which is that Act is quite a recent member of the band. Yes, uh, he's he's been uh, recently, uh, in, you know, brought on by June himself. Um, with, so uh, Team Sonic, Team Sonic Racing is going to be the biggest game he's worked on. Yeah, and well, and, and Sonic Racing was it, a lot of its music is uh, recycled from the old games anyway. <laughs> Remixes and stuff, yeah, certainly. Yeah, and and heck, even uh, what was it? Even some of the stuff that uh, Act hasn't didn't do, like for example, um, the um, what was it? Eggman's theme in Sonic Adventure. And uh, mm. oh, God, they did that. that <laughs> yeah, that that there obviously was kind of like a nice little kind of like uh, uh, a nice song to have all three members of the band to have like a solo to themselves and act just going off on the uh, on the drums in that solo. And it's like the dude knows how to play the song and the oh, dude God, knows yeah. how to work on those drums. So frankly, even though he didn't originally, yeah, I even though he didn't originally do the song. He still bloody well does it well, so he probably puts his own spin onto it as well. That's that is also not intended to be a pun on the fact that he's very. He did do a fair bit of showboating uh, with his drumming and uh, drumstick skills. Well, yeah, he, well, he's he's obviously a drummer. You know, he's a drummer. Uh, you know, he he's no. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of uh, like the. Uh, oh, who's the drummer who uses double basses uh, in his songs? Uh, yeah. Um, I know of a few, but you're gonna have to narrow that down. Uh, it's in one of the major bands, like uh, it was either Motorhead or some uh, or um, Iron Maiden. Or... Neither of which are bands I listen to, so yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, Act is definitely a very accomplished drummer, and you could tell he took his own style with some of them, especially when he was soloing. Um, yeah, aye, right. and Tenet and san uh, who um, obviously he, who has worked on the adventure games uh, in the past, and he's you know been on and off with uh, the series um, for the long long time. Even him, he's like they're just great. You know, they they were they did show you know what they've uh, what they can do at that concert, and frankly, you know, I I was I was impressed most of the time. It's like. You know, and the song choices, great song choices. Uh, it was a really nice, v- uh, varied selection. I'm very happy they played one of my favorite tracks, which is Prison uh, Prison Lane. Hmm, that's um, that's a good one because uh, I I would have thought that would have had would have been a problem with uh, the backing track and whatnot because there was a lot of like uh, 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 electric keyboard used in that one i believe there's there's ways around it you potentially that could have been one where they could have waited for the guest guitarist to come because you could instead cover that with two guitars really hmm 
Speaking Actually, of which, I... um, oh, what was it? Yeah, no, you can go ahead. I was, I was going to mention something different, but actually I want you to go first. No, uh, well, I was going to say uh, the guest uh, guitarist that did show up um, for this. Now, I've forgotten their name because I, obviously I'm an idiot because I didn't look. Uh, because actually I did have I did um, uh, kind of like step out for a second to catch up with someone uh, who um, who recognized me uh, while the concert was ongoing and whatnot. And I wanted to kind of like, you know, see how he's going and whatnot. Um, but, uh, so I missed the introduction of who came up on stage to join June with, uh, um, doing some backing, uh, guitar tracks for, um, uh, for the, uh, for a couple of songs. I think Eternal Engine was one of the... Eternal Engine songs. was definitely one of them. Yeah. Oh, was that Miles? Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Got a, got, got a um, <laughs> got a friend request from me on Facebook. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i mean uh him popping up for a couple of tracks and whatnot it, he did you know great and the the best thing of, again it, i I, do, I don't know whether or not this was like june's choice or adam's i'm going to assume it's adam's choice uh, i think Ad- it's i think miles uh i should make so he's called miles meek and he's from a band called midnight city mm-hmm. um did it so they they did Eternal Engine and Metal Harbor was the other one. Yeah, I Metal Harbor, uh, which that was does require Duke guitars, so that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, I'm pretty sure he's been at one of the Summer Sonics before. I think he's actually worked with Jun. All right. I'm pretty sure he did a duet with Jun at one of the Summer Sonics. I think he might have. I do recognize him a bit. Yeah. If if I'm going to I'm going if I'm going to think uh, that's the case, I would think it would have to be. 2012 i think it was the, a... yeah it was the brighton one yeah i think so because uh, that that was the year where a lot of kind of like community kind of like uh mm. like uh collaborations with uh, june at that time uh but happened. i think um i think miles might have done some stuff in japan with june as well so all right so um, i think they know each other a bit yeah so uh, so really it was kind of good and of course evident by his kind of like involvement and and of course with act we kind of like realize this as well it's like uh you know act himself and miles were fans of these games well before you know um getting into you know music in general and whatnot or, and, uh, yeah help them get into the music it, business yeah it helped them get into it and then being able to be a part of these projects and whatnot to kind of like uh you know, live the dream essentially. Uh, I I feel as though that was uh, the coolest thing about how this has always been the case with the Sonic community is that you know people who put their effort into it uh, will eventually find a way of like being a part of it. Uh, there's a, you see there's that... a lot of people who have done stuff. I've like fan art. Uh, there's a lot of fan artists who went to work in the comics. Um, there's one we know that went to work on official art for the games as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's certain, certain Archie of... artists who say lot. Yeah. quite a few Archie artists who. Uh... And uh, I think it's Kieran, who was a Summer Sonic staff, who did a load of stuff for us, and has gone on to work doing official art for Sega. Mm-hmm. And Tyson. Yep. Who um, <laughs> is still somewhat fondly remembered for his old co- comic with. Uh, 
uh, arms Nipples the kitsune and yeah. nipples, nipples the enchilada. <laughs> um, Batface the rue. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but even just stuff like Sega are very happy with fans continuing doing fan projects and heck, Sonic Mania. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, it's it's evident how it's like uh, today's fans can be tomorrow's uh, workers on the franchises, you know. Um, but actually, going... some, something certain certain kind of like companies uh, who try to shut down all these f- fan projects and whatnot don't realize that you could have like a new you know a new develop like a new team of young developers that can help usher in more ideas into your franchise and whatnot and help it propel forward. See, unfortunately, yeah. those I know which company you're talking about, and they are very against that idea. They don't yeah. want new ideas coming in. They want to stick to the traditions. Which is kind of silly. But, but one uh, thing I will also go with on the fan side was one of the things I think um, that, the, that the team did very well was improvisation. Um, with some of the few bits they did on stage... Uh, during one of the out of left field tracks I wasn't expecting was the Sonic Adventure 1 character select theme because supposedly that's one of Axe's favourites mm-hmm. um, and obviously different characters came up during it because they had a video in the background and everyone cheered for Big so they came okay, <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just going to nip this in the bud right now I hate that <laughs> I I hate I hate how Big has all this kind of like uh, adulation, and I don't know why. I just don't know why because they lovable. just they like the stupid. Apparently, I but... <laughs> I was probably the only person in that concert that did not cheer during that moment. Wow! I, I will say though, <laughs> the improvisation that John did afterwards was well worth it. Still, where yeah. it's essentially it obviously wasn't on schedule because they didn't have any backing track, but John just did. The lead tune on the guitar, I think Act and Tanada did join in, but everyone just started singing, everyone else in the crowd just started singing the theme tune, yeah, the big theme, as done on stage. I think somewhat to Adam and Sven's dismay, because they weren't <laughs> expecting it. Well, of course. You know, um, y- 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 that that tends to happen a lot at, at, at stuff like this, where if you start something, the crowd will continue it, you know? It's like it's this like is, wrestling. What, what you don't tend to have though with a lot of these concerts is you don't have that kind of um, reactionary kind of influence, and that's mm-hmm. what I quite liked is that there were several times where Jun would just go completely off track and just go, you know what, let's do this. It sounds like a bit of fun. Um, <laughs> he was noticing a lot of people were singing along to non-vocal tracks by like going do 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 do. Well, that was always tune. the case. Yeah, that's always, always the case with video game music. It's that it has that catchy kind of like melody and whatnot, and you'll just hum it and whatnot. And um, if you're yeah, hearing you it again no... on a major star, uh, stage like that, you will start humming it. Oh I mean, yeah, but no, then you have no lyrics to space feet, so you just have to kind of work with what you got. But then Jun took that to the next level and just said, "Let's do it again and let you guys do the main tune while I do stuff underneath." And it's just it's that kind of interaction that I really, I really think is a nice personal touch to that, um, as well as the audience song that John got us to sing for to get the encore basically yeah which was uh, of course city escape no the uh, what the song be sung before that oh before that happy birthday oh yes of course because <laughs> it was Axan's birthday as well yes it, indeed <laughs> i totally forgot that 
So uh, we all sung happy birthday. To, Jun, again, Jun got on the guitar to play it. Um, and yeah, while well, Act was brought on stage and got delivered a cake by Adam, I believe, we mm-hmm. everyone in the audience sang happy birthday because yeah. why not? No, why not? Uh, it, it, it's a, it's always timely how sometimes these events fall on like certain certain <laughs> people's birthdays. Summer Sonic usually f- f- fell on June's birthday most of the mm-hmm. time, and now this event for same fell on Axe's birthday and whatnot. What timing, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, overall the thing was an absolute blast. I mean, I'll be honest, I go down there just as much to see friends and stuff as well, because a lot of people I know go to this event because I've worked with them for a long time. <laughs> yep. I'm totally in agreement in that. That that was the major uh, thing for myself was to just meet up with everyone again and to have some fun and whatnot and just to have a blast. And the same was kind of like the backing to that, uh, ev- uh, to that time down I- I would say it was. I would say it was kind of the um, main performance of it. Everything else was kind of the build-up to it, where we is kind of catching up with everyone, and it's a longer part of the event and is great. But we still had that big high of the concert itself to go to. Yeah, right. no, definitely. It, it was it was quite the high for all of us, I believe. Definitely. But yeah, John, um, you have any? final thoughts on that not not really no i say you said pretty much most of it i said i because i was i kind of joined late and uh but no i mean so it's it's a concert it's fantastic it's a, it's a game it's a video game music concert which is you don't see i mean it's becoming more common it's becoming I mean, more common it, it, i'm actually it, kind it of sad more popular. It, it, i'm kind of sad i haven't got tickets for the near automata one because i would have quite yeah. liked to have gone for that one uh, so yeah. it, I'll tell you what, it's definitely uh, seems to be the more Japanese-related companies that are in, <laughs> are interested in this. Mm. Uh, we got Sonic. Uh, Nintendo did a Zelda one, didn't they? Yep, yes. Uh, FromSoft, I think. Was there a Dark Souls-y one, or was it Final Fantasy? Not in the UK. Final Fantasy's had a few. Yep. Square, Square have done a f- quite a few. Um, I think part of it is just because of the way that um, Japanese companies see their music as... Um, this grand performance in itself. Um, Which, to be fair, pretty I mean, much, yeah. It is, it is these days, and certainly, like, um, you know, there have been several Final Fantasy um, ones, but they tend to they tend to have some that are like anniversaries of the series, and then they have dedicated ones to different games. So, uh, and I mean, of course, yeah. people's got uh, Tommy Tallarico doing his video games live. I don't think yeah, that happens everyone. often anymore. I think Tommy's, Well, yeah, uh, grant, granted in recent years it hasn't been happening that often, but that was kind of like the starting point, I think, oh, God, for yeah. video games uh, getting, you know, concert-like kind of like performances and whatnot. I wish it was still, you know, going at a stronger point, but because that, that one has been happening since, I don't know, like uh, 2010, I think. I mean, it's been going earlier. as long as I've, I've known most of the LMC crew, to be honest. Yeah, so... I'm going to see when did the video games live start, because that might be another thing of the decade. <laughs> mm. Oh, no. Wow. No, I think it started before the decade. Twen- yeah. 2002. Yeah, 
That, that's I don't think I it was in the UK in 2002. Yeah, I, I think oh, been well, there. like it, because it was a US thing. Obviously, you know, it was more prominent during the runs Tom, during there. Tommy's Tommy's a US composer, so yeah. But uh, but no, speaking of decades, I think that's perfect segue to go into the main topic for this podcast. Uh, sure which the is the main topic. That's been 45 minutes since we. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well. I wouldn't say 45 minutes, about 35. Yeah, we uh, we started a little bit later than we were. (laughs) But um, no, what we uh, are going to be talking about now is that of the games of the decade. I have uh, compiled a couple of games that I've played over the last uh, decade uh, that I feel are real good contenders for um, the thing. And we're just going to go through each of the years so we're gonna be starting in 2010 and then going into uh going away all the way up to um uh i was gonna say 2018 but i think uh, we might cut off to 2017 because you can go and check back with the previous <laughs> uh game of the year podcast that we've done for those years and it's like we've done 2017 2018 and 2019 so you can go like, check out those ones and see. And it's the what... three of us doing it. So yeah, it is, so yeah. Like, like we might we might just give a little brief overview of those years, <laughs> but I think yeah, no need to I've go got, into, got, into too much detail. Yeah, I've got a couple of titles in those things. Uh, I, I should have actually ones. looked up to see what my two game of the years were for those years, though. I think I may know. Well, one well, of also, them. <laughs> well, also this the game of the years was only games that we played that year. That this is way, true. this this way, I I mean, my games my games I've played that year has now increased by me going back. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, God, so, oh, well, in fact, there was two games that were in the ones that I was like, this probably would have been in my top five if I'd played it. Now that I've played them, yeah, they probably would have been in my top five. <laughs> so let's get right into it then. Um, we're gonna go back to 2010. 2010 had quite the number of games that I was playing uh during here it's like i have a, i have about like what 10 titles here and uh or some some of them are kind of like some that kind of like bled into uh 2011 and whatnot because they came out originally in their country of origin in 2010 but weren't released until the following year for other countries like myself uh back, but when, one game... back when um worldwide release dates just weren't heard of yeah, yeah. i because uh because of either localization issues or like uh like licensing issues or stuff like that, or exclusivity uh, issues like I've seen with other titles and whatnot. But uh, one particular, I'm just going to start off with this one because this one actually came out in Japan in uh, 2009, but then got released uh, into the following year. uh, Oh, I think I know which one this is. And that's uh, Bayonetta. Because uh, funnily enough, uh, in February, I think it's February, uh, Bayonetta and Vanquish are celebrating their 10th year, anniversary yeah uh with a yep. double pack on ps4 and uh, i think on xbox as well is that a, yes. just a re-release or like a re-update uh it'll, uh, be, it'll be the pc versions i think put I, on I believe it's the updated pc versions but then optimized for xbox one and yeah ps4 so they're running at 60 frames steady i believe that's that's nice because i quite enjoyed vanquish vanquish was on my sort of mentions list for this year because i picked I didn't, I didn't. I didn't pick it up um, early, but I think it was because I picked up a PlayStation Three late, and I think Vanquish was the game I got with my PS Three. <laughs> mm. I have, I've bought Vanquish three times now, and I've still not played it. <laughs> I need to get on that. But I, I did. Think I've I did platinum I think I've only Bayonetta got it once. <laughs> no, well, uh, yeah, at least you platinum played Bayonetta. I might. Uh, 
I, I'm questioning whether or not I should platinum it. I, I, I got all the it's achievements. It's not worth it. Well, no, well here's the thing. I, I did get all the achievements in the 360 version, but I never got the P- PS3 version. But I, uh, I don't know whether yeah. or not to do it on do it all again on the PlayStation 4 it's version. It's not worth I didn't, it. I didn't, all, I didn't do it all again when I played it on the Switch. I'll tell you yeah. that much. So, uh, but anyway, uh, moving from there, um, a couple of other titles I want to point out as well. Alan Wake came out this uh, that year as well, 2010. I know Red Dead Redemption came out that year as well. Yeah, Red Dead, Red Dead um, Redemption, Super Mario Galaxy 2, Mass yeah. Effect 2, Mass Starcraft 2. 2. A, lo- a lot of good games was uh, came out that time. But some of my own personal things that I played... Last Window, The Secret of Cape West, which is an underrated uh, adventure, uh, like, you know... Uh, mystery title uh, No More Heroes 2 Desperate Struggle came out that year as well uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World oh. uh, the game that, that came out one. in 2010 and that is sorely missed to, uh, to this day he got online multiplayer <laughs> uh, yeah I, if, well eventually got online multiplayer yeah, but yeah, whether or not years the, later. The server, yeah but whether or not the servers are still active I don't know um, uh, the game that got me into the series Shantae Risky's Revenge Ooh. came out in 2010. You're that, a bit of a fan that, of that. Oh, yeah, I thought that was a DSi game, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was out on DSi first in 2010, and uh, that was the entry point for me. I mean, uh, you can be forgiven good. for getting anything from this time. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I, definitely. Um, what was it? Uh, we also had uh, Sonic Colors came out that year, as well as Sonic 4 Episode 1. And Sonic All-Stars Racing. And All-Stars Racing, yeah. Sumo Digital's, uh, you know, uh, greatest contribution. I mean... Prior to that, they had the uh, what was it uh, Sega All Stars, uh, Sega Superstars Tennis beforehand. Yes. But this was their kind of like the 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 big follow up from that. Um, Trying to remember where Summer of Sonic was that year. <laughs> uh, that was at uh, well in twenty uh, no in two thousand nine it was at the Truman Brewery. Uh, yes. Oh, so Shepherd's Bush, yeah. wasn't it? Shepherd's Bush. That was the Thanks one after I. Believe. Oh wait, no, yeah. so, aye, Shepherd's Bush, aye. 2010 would have been Shepherd's Bush. That was an interesting one. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I definitely. I actually don't have any picks from this year because I went off the uh, main definition of a decade, which means 2010 would be the end of the 201st decade. Hmm. But, uh, well, it's it's questionable where where it's all what where where the decade. Many people. Uh, that are talking about the decade, they usually say like 2010 is the start, and then 2000, uh, 2019 would be the end. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, wrong. no, none of that is correct if you go by any historical, mathematical, or scientific basis. The number changes, the third number changes. That's the new decade. No, it isn't. Yes, <laughs> That's it the is. problem. No, it yes, never it has been. Because if you look at stuff like when, how centuries are named, when does the 12th century start? In the wrong year. It starts in um, 1101, because that's the start of the... Because the first century would be year I one. Don't year I don't care so. about your scientific specifics. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Um. I, I want to talk about a couple of other cleanups as well. Splatterhouse 2010 came out. And now everyone... That was obviously something that was totally... <laughs> Uh, overshadowed because a lot of people just didn't find any appeal in it. Are I we did. sure that came out in 2010? If it's <laughs> called Splathouse 2010, oh, <laughs> oh, I was yeah. well, I'll tell you why. Because uh, the better Splathouse, uh, Super Meat Boy, that was a lot of splattering of meat. <laughs> <laughs> did that come out? Yeah, in but that was more kitty. That was yeah, 2010. Sure it, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was. Um, 
a couple other things. Poker Night of the Inventory came out that year as well. Oh, was that? Oh, fantastic. Uh, and Rocket Night and a couple other um, uh, little things, uh, like the free game Doritos Crash Course came oh, out that God, year. Oh, was that that year? Jesus, I, I remember yeah, that. I know, Doritos have actually done a fair few games, which yeah, is worrying. But, that, but <laughs> Crash Course was the better of the two that they released on Xbox Arcade. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you that much because uh, what was it Dash of Destruction? Um, yeah, hmm? I thought they'd done a third one that got released uh, well, like Dash, this year. Dash of Destruction was the first one. Crash yeah. Course was the second one, but I can't remember what the third one was. I'm pretty sure um, they did one quite recently, mm-hmm. like last year uh, or two. And a last couple of uh, things here to clean up. Uh, we had Dead Nation uh, that also came out. Goldeneye, the re- the the remake of uh, Goldeneye 007. Uh, Ken's Rage, uh, Fist of North Star. Big fan of that. But I think feels though that the one of the big ones that was tw- uh, part of the 2010s was Halo Reach. It, we started I never with, played. We, <laughs> we started with, we we started with Halo Reach and we've ended with Halo Reach. It's, Essentially, uh, yes. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. This is it, Halo Reach, fantastic entry into the Halo series. I think I I think of of that year that was probably my favorite game. Mm. Most definitely my most played. Yeah, no, I could definitely agree. Like that, that, that there, Halo Reach. I feel as though that's a massive contender for like game of the decade. I think because that was Bungie's like swan song, essentially oh, to the series. It, it yeah, really was. It, yeah. What, what was it a way to end their their kind of like work uh, for the series? It's a shame it's all been screwed up with four and five. Um, <laughs> uh, I didn't mind four so much. Five, I five. four wasn't too bad. Actually, I really did enjoy four. Four, uh, I, four, I, four I, was okay. I enjoyed five. Four. Totally screwed it. For, I, for I, I, see, the, I, well, you know what? We'll, we, we get when we get to those years, we'll speak about <laughs> more about them. Good yeah. point. But anyway, twenty eleven. Um, hang on, hang on. There was one other, hang on, there was one. There was one last one in twenty ten. All right, Peace Walker. Oh God, yeah. Well, that that was the PSP release, wasn't it? Mm. Uh, that was. I believe I think. that was for PlayStation 3 as well. Oh, no, and HD later on. But yeah, the original PSB version of Peace Walker. I didn't play it until the HD edition, mm. but... No, the HD version was a lot later. Yeah, yeah. but but it's like it originally released now and was... I really enjoyed it, actually. One of my favorite... It was a... It's considered one of the best games for the PSP. Still is. Hmm. But yeah, so I think that, that, that was the last thing I wanted to bring up about 2010. So <laughs> just didn't want to leave Metal Gear out. 2011, yeah. though, was a big year. Oh, oh, big year. Well, not only was that a, a year for a new console, being out of the 3DS, so you had, like, a lot of the 3DS, like, uh, launch titles for that system. Like, Super Mario 3D Land was out on that year. Um, Interestingly, not, but... I'm looking at the list of the, like... Uh, the, I'm going by my list with the highest-rated games to see which ones I'd actually played. All right. Tw- 2010 was... Very little. Twenty eleven. There's a lot of these on here that I've played. Oh yeah. Oh, I. oh well, look, there, there's that Metal Gear Solid HD collection we just. Uh... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but here, I. So here's here's a couple of things that I kind of like played during that year, or like they came out, but I either played in that year or a little later. Oh. Uh, you got like uh, Batman Arkham City, where I played the armored edition on Wii U a couple of years uh, or a year afterwards. I mean, Arkham um, City is definitely deserving in that top, in in Arkham. some of those top spots. That is a Be- fantastic uh, game. Best best Metacritic game of the year. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, La Noir, uh, which is another game that I played way later. 
um, mm-hmm. that also came out during that year. Um, a very very controversial entry in Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> it's like I'm, 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 some people it don't like it. Finally came out. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I like it. It's not controversial. It did come out during that time. There's no argument about that. Uh, no, yeah. true. No, it's just uh, some it people was, just got a question. It was uh, just um, a few decades too late. I yeah. think I, I think it was only fourteen years in development. So only missed it by a decade and a bit. Yeah, I guess I'll say if you ever want a good case of development hell, Duke Nukem Forever is probably the perfect example. Duke, Duke Nukem, I've always said this. Duke Nukem Forever is a really good example for someone to play if you want to get into game design to see how game development changed through the years and how a game's development somehow didn't catch up with that and just changed the way the game worked as they developed it through the years. And you can see these huge seams where it happens. But yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I still recommend anyone who wants to get into game design play that game. Hmm. <laughs> I don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a couple other things. Um, was it uh, Sonic Generations came out that year? Of course, to no, celebrate Sonic's twentieth wow. anniversary. Yeah, that would have been his twenty. Yeah, twentieth anniversary. Oh wow! Yep. Yeah. Uh, Portal Two uh, Portal came out 2. that year as well. Is that, is that the last game that Valve released prior mm-hmm. to? Uh, oh no, they released that card game, didn't they? Hearthstone. No, Hearthstone. The Hearthstone, <laughs> not the, the not <laughs> no. Hearthstone. Artifact. Actually, no, not true. Uh, they released Dota in 2013. Yeah. Uh, that's true. I thought it was an early yeah, access around the same time. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Portal uh, 2 came out that year. That's yeah. a big one. Um, Elder, Sc- Elder Scrolls came out that year. Skyrim oh, yeah. came out Skyrim. that year. Well, yeah. mm. well, they have had a second Elder Scrolls release in this decade, of course. Oh, they did, mm-hmm. yeah. Elder Scrolls Online. Of course. Yeah. Uh, and two other versions of Skyrim. <laughs> VR and yeah. Special Edition. So many. Skyrim on your phone on your fridge you name it yeah oh, was it uh, Deus Ex human revolution two zeldas oh yeah um, Z- um skyward sword and uh ocarina time 3d I yeah of which was. i would definitely say ocarina of time 3d was the better one mm. oh dead, uh, space yeah. t- dead space 2 mass effect 2 mm-hmm. no mass effect <laughs> oh, 2 came out the 3. year before yeah, sorry that was playstation 3 came out this year yeah. it came out uh, it was, it years of war 3 <laughs> yeah I was oh. going to get to that. Gears of War 3, I think, feels though that was a great ending to a trilogy. Dark Souls was this year. Oh, was it? Actually, yeah. That, yeah, it would have been, wouldn't that, it? That, that is... That's a... That's, 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 that's the start that's, of the memes. I think that's mm-hmm. a good game for... Or a game, good game series for the decade. One that... The, yeah, I'm, to be honest, 2011 did have a lot of strong contenders. There was oh, actually yeah. one other game that released during this year. Um... That I'm actually going to come on to later, because it was re-released in the same decade with a brand new engine. Um, about oh, three uh, years later, I think there's one that we that is on that hasn't been mentioned that I think we have to. Uh, Minecraft. Oh yeah. When did that come out? Uh, it says 2011 in September, but I think I think that might just be when it maybe came out of Alpha or something. I'm not. Yeah, uh, maybe. Was... I d- I don't want to, I don't want to commit to when, whether that. <laughs> well, one it, came it's out, definitely but... a game that came out in this in this decade. I'd oh. definitely say that. Actually, another big one, Rayman Origins. That's fun. Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's big to some people. No, well, it, de- it not definitely revitalized Rayman. 
Yeah, to a certain degree. Oh. It, it, it made him. It made it split away from the rabbits uh, series at least. And oh, payday, the heist, the original payday. That was twenty. Did that come out then? Jeez. I, I think that's that's a game we've played a few hours, maybe a few days in. <laughs> Just a few. But yeah, um, moving on to the next year, uh, twenty twelve. Uh, oh, jeez. There, there. Now, th- in this year particularly, there was a lot of games that were released this year, but didn't get released in the UK until the following year. So games like um, Anarchy Reigns, Dead or Alive Five, Ken's Rage Two, uh, Project Diva F, uh, Harmonite, uh, Project Cross Zone, Persona Four Arena, uh, Beat the Beat Riven Paradise. All those games, they were all released in their territories, uh, like the original territories in 2012, but weren't uh, released uh, either the following year or the previous year. So speaking uh, of Persona, though, there was one yeah. Persona that was released in 2012 that that all that did actually come into my contention of, oh, this actually might be my game of the decade before I remembered another game. And that is Persona 4 Golden. Yes. Now, admittedly, uh, that is a re-release, so it is debatable. But it was the it's first deba- time I'd played it. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's debatable, but it does. It did bring more to the game. Um, like it added more stuff to. Uh, and I think a lot of people discovered Persona Four through Golden, Golden than they did yeah. through the PS2 no, version. I, I felt. Uh, I think yeah, the Vita was um, uh, was pretty much successful based on Persona. I think. I think it had a few more notches to its belt, but yeah, I agree. It was a big part of it. Yeah, but uh, a couple other titles uh, that were released this, uh, that year in 2012: uh, Resident Evil 6 and Revelations were uh, on oh. the 3DS. That was out that year. Uh, episode two of Sonic 4 came out there. Uh, Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed came out that year. That's a good uh, one. Uh, well, a, 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 a good improvement over the speech, uh, series. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I I can I, I can agree with that. I mean, although granted, it's hard hard as balls at t- points, but uh, still. Oh, yeah. uh, Max Payne three came out that year as well. Mass Effect um, three. Yeah, Mass, Mass Effect, Effect three. three. Uh, the Wii U also came out that year as well. So you had like a lot of uh, uh, Wii U releases being out of like New Super Mario Brothers U and all that. Um, Board, Borderlands 2, Far Cry 3 uh, Yeah, Borderlands Di- 2 was a quite a big one To be fair, Dishon- so was Far Cry 3 and Dishonored, Dishonored yeah. as well yeah, That's mm-hmm. a fun one, I played a lot of Dishonored I'm going to give a shout out to a big indie one uh, Super Hexagon Oh, yeah That got released then, which is such a simple game But works so well um, Yeah. On the Nintendo side, Fire Eye Emblem Awakening mm. Which I thoroughly enjoyed that one Oh, the other thing that got released, the revision of XCOM, Enemy Unknown. Oh, yeah. oh yes. Uh, this is also the year of Halo 4. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, still, we're still fine with Halo. We're still fine. Everything's fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, everything's fine for, for oh, now. Actually, one that I quite enjoyed, Zero Escape Virtue's Last Reward. Oh, Never finished yeah. it, but I quite enjoyed what I've played. And I think maybe my favourite game of this year... Walking Dead, the original Telltale's Walking Dead, the one that put them on the map. Yeah, mm. I think they released the entirety of it that year, didn't they? They did, I, yes. I, f- I forgot to mention that before, they did actually have Back to the Future, the game. The Well, I say the year prior, but it was like 2010. It started in 2010 and then... And finished in 2011. Released, I, they did yeah. a lot of those where they released the first episode in the previous year and the rest of it afterwards. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, uh, no, that that again, another major contender. Like between 2011 and 2012, there was like a lot coming out during that. Time yeah, that it was, was definitely like quite a big, big push. But it wouldn't at that stop time. there. It wouldn't stop there because 2013. Here's just a couple. Of, uh, here's some uh, the notable ones that I put down. Uh, Batman Arkham Nor- uh, Origins, uh, oh. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. That oh god, Rising yeah. Revengeance is fun. <laughs> um, I think I've, I've bought that on every single platform. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can't stop me. Um, what was it? Uh, Sock Lost World, uh, Super Mario 3D World, uh, The One for One Hundred One, Beyond Two Souls. Um, Stanley uh, Parable. I, I forgot. I've, I kept forgetting, uh, forgetting this, even though it started back in tw- two thousand. Uh, was it two thousand eight? Or 2007, I can't remember, but the Mario and Sonic uh, uh, Olympic Games, yeah, you know, that been uh, be, been prominent during this decade with uh, tw- uh, you know with the 2012 game in uh, uh, 2011, and then the 2014 Sochi Winter Games in 2013, um, uh, Killers Dead. But I think the most notable one from 2013 that I've got down here is The Last of Us. The Last of Us is a big one. Uh, I've yeah. still yet to play that game. <laughs> I've own, I own it, but I've not played it. There were two. There were two other games this this year that made notes for me, which was Bioshock Infinite. I yep. quite enjoyed that was one. GTA Five. Yeah, I'm surprised oh, you hadn't mentioned that one yet. That was that the start is... of a GTA well, Five Grant... has not come out of the top forty since it was released. Then, yeah, I mean, granted, <laughs> the UK that it's it's that that series obviously doesn't. You know, doesn't even come up on, as a blip on my radar uh, no, at all fair. because it's not it's not in my thing. I mean, look, the the one game that I put down uh, in 2013, and I didn't put down like those big titles was Killers Dead. It's like <laughs> what you know what kind of a gamer yeah. I'm like. But to Wait, be fair, uh, the, the other ones were you had Fez come out that year. Oh yeah. Uh, you had Rayman oh, yeah. Legends. Rayman Legends. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had Saints Row Four. Yes, it's true. Spelunky came out that year. I think uh, you mentioned po- Stanley Parable as well. Stanley Parable, Dota 2, uh, Pokemon XY. That was that year. Oh, wow. Yeah, I forgot about those ones. <laughs> again, you know, it's, it, it's those kind of like franchises. I, it's not... Again, there's so many games. Ooh. We're just pointing out how yeah. many. Yeah, I mean, is, yeah, I mean uh, I, 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 I'm not going to say I've played all these games, but I can at oh least God, no. I can at least say that you know, this was a, like GTA 5. I own it. I've played it. Not a big <laughs> player of it, but... Guacamelee. You can't deny it was a big game. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Although for some reason this list also has uh, critically panned games of the year. Yeah, like mm. this is the this is the first year on Wikipedia that has the worst games of the year on it for <laughs> some reason. Which Ride to Hell Retribution, congratulations. <laughs> I, I, well I watched I watched a let's play of that and that was unpolished would be <laughs> the word I would use. Like things like there was a game it worked, but did it did it work? It works. Oh, Dive Kick was this year, 2013. As Ooh. was Payday 2. Payday 2 was 2013. Two more big games. Uh, that's now still oh, wow. shambling corpse. <laughs> well, yeah. it's it's it's. It, I mean, honestly, it, Payday 2 was running fine till about 2018. Had a few hiccups, <laughs> but then, but I, I say they're looking at bringing it back for Payday 3, which honestly, it's a good series. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, we'll see how they handle it. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, moving on to next year, uh, twenty fourteen. Um, the Last of Us again, Remastered and Grand Theft Auto Five get re-released yeah. for the new generation. 
Yeah, right, the new generation started here, and uh, a lot of kind of like stuff that was on the previous generation is coming coming over to uh, the next gen or current gen as we're calling it now. But uh, so, some of the notable ones that I have down here, um, uh, like Wii U was getting right into it. Like uh, Bayonetta Two came out. Yeah. Uh, Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker. I think that's uh, where the Wii U had its best year, definitely. Yeah. Well, well Cap- Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker. It just. Uh, missed 2014 in the UK because it came out like a couple days after the new year. So, funny thing I found out about that is um, Nintendo were insistent it should come out on the 1st of January. And all the shops were like, we're not open, you idiots. We're not going to sell it or deliver it to anyone. No one's working. It's a national holiday. Yeah. (laughs) It was silly, that. Um, Uh... I will say my... The first game on top of this list that I um, actually think does deserve a good mention is Shovel Knight. Mm. Shovel Knight, yeah. yeah. Shovel Knight. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, although, else speaking, speaking of uh, indie titles, I mean, this this year I played a lot of indie titles, like Freedom Planet. Although, granted, Freedom Planet came out the year pro- uh, after on Wii U. But, mm. uh, We're on 2014, no, was, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. Uh, Valiant Hearts, that was a really good one. Um, really good uh, indie title. Well, I say indie title is published by Ubisoft, but um, uh, I mean, still yeah, a really good one. Yeah, I think my Never, in- <laughs> Never Alone as well. Uh, another really good uh, indie title. Uh, such. Uh, both of those games were part of the PlayStation Plus program at one point, which mm. is a good shout on that. Um, Castle Castle Illusion remake came out that oh, year. Was that as well. that year as well? Yeah. Oh. Oh. So my um, my uh, big game on here, Dark Souls Two. Dark Souls Two was this year, yep. And mm. Metro Redux as well. Wasn't wasn't Dark Souls Two like the least favorite of people's? <laughs> like... Yes, but it also introduced a lot of stuff they stuck with in Bloodborne and Dark Souls Three. Yeah, no, true. Uh, what else is it? Smash Brothers for Wii U was this year? Yep, yeah. I for Smash Brothers for Wii U and 3DS. Yeah. So a big Wolf one for me. Wolf Among Us. So, oh yeah, there's Wolf Among Us as well. Wolf Among Us, that, that was again one of my fun ones for this year. Big one for me is this is the year the Binding of Isaac Rebirth came out. Now, mm. the original came out in 2011. Mm-hmm. But when they did the Rebirth, because the original was based in Flash, basically. So yeah. they yeah. redid it in a proper games engine. And yeah, Binding of Isaac is one of those evergreen ones for me. I've kept playing that a lot. And mm. they're still making content for it. Which was supposed to be released this month and got delayed till quarter three next year. So, oh dear. Uh, what did what did I have? So, Master Chief Collection was this year, was that year as well? Twenty fourteen, a bit of a yeah, botched launch. Actually, you know what else launch, was that but... year? Destiny. Destiny was that year. That was about. I was about to say Destiny <laughs> that because that's uh, definitely one of my winners of that year. Certainly, when I spent <laughs> would, have, most... would have thought that would be the case. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm stuck. I'm I'm stuck in that Destiny. That's that's my uh, <laughs> that's 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 my games as a service. <laughs> uh, there was one other oh, Dust and Elysian Tale that was on PS4 that year, so that came out before. When did that actually come out? Because I want to. That was fantastic. That game. Uh, um, interesting one. Metro is it? Yeah, Metro. I love 2012. Redux came out that you year. You said that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did uh, I? Far Cry 4. That was that year again. Mm. Pretty good game. Uh, Oh, and of... w- one last one from me. Mm-hmm. FNAF. Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, that started a... Uh... 
that started. Yeah, it's I it started then, and then it had a sequel directly afterwards, uh, uh, a few months later, and then and then last and then the following year you had three and four come out. Yeah, I mean Scott ridiculous. Cawthorn, he's a machine. Yeah. Good good guy though. But, uh, good guy. <laughs> but speaking of horror, it's like uh, the Evil Within also came out that year as well, which oh, uh, yeah. I found I found to be really good. Oh, when did Dark Dreams Don't Die come out? Was that this year or last year? I think Dark uh, Dreams Don't Die was this year, D4. Maybe, possibly. D4. Um, I know one game that came out this year, but I didn't play it until the following year because it came out later. Uh, Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. More Shantae? Yes. Yeah. It's like... Oh. Uh, Borderlands 2 uh, came out for Linux. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Um, Legend of Korra. A lot of people didn't like Legend of Korra. I did. I played it. Do own it. So thank I, I, I can still keep it. I I I, play, I bought it and played it, and yeah, I mean it was perfectly serviceable, fun little yeah, action game. Right. A lot of people shout on it uh, too much on that. Anyway, I, 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 um, was, uh, is there anything else from this year? For yeah, uh, gran- no, granted, there it. is another game in there, but we're not going to talk about it because it's obviously part of a dead dead brand now of a well a, a dead a dead sub sub brand of a franchise that we know so. Sonic Boom. Uh, that one. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Rise of Lyric and Shark Crystal came out that year. Shark oh. Crystal, okay. Rise of Lyric, yeah, you kind of shot yourselves in the foot, guys. <laughs> For that one. Okay. You actually made a game worse than Sonic 06. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That, that's, that's Not played thing. it. Never intend to play it. <laughs> uh, anyway. 2016. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 2015, yes. Um, so I've got some good games this year. Grand Theft Auto yeah. 5 finally comes oh. to PC. <laughs> oh, shit. No, tw- 2014, Tales of the Borderlands. Just oh, yeah. quick, yeah. quickly throwing that one in. Yeah, 2015, 2015 was a big, fun year for me, certainly, I would say. Oh, um, yeah, I can I see have... two in the top five rated that you would have played. I got, I got a few here that I've um, actually enjoyed as well. Um... Uh, Splatoon came out this year. Yeah, uh, that was a good in one. In 2015. Uh, Revelations 2, uh, Resident Evil Revelations 2 came out that year as well, which they actually, uh, they ha- they knew how to handle the episodic kind of like game where they had a episode released every week rather than every whenever they feel like it. You know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or as it, or as Telltale started to kind of... <laughs> This point. This was, Telltale, I think this was, yeah. This, this, Telltale this, this, this was the point. This was the point. Like now, where it was like Telltale was going. Yeah, we can make a game for that. Yeah, and that, and that, all at and once. That. No problem. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Although another episodic game that came out that year that actually got its episodes released in within the calendar year was Life is Strange. Yes, um, that is true. At least they got. At least they got their scheduling right, and they actually had uh, at least the game completed within that calendar year. Um, to follow up with a re- retail release afterwards as well. Um, although another game that didn't follow that uh, didn't follow that uh, uh, thing was uh, King's Quest, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. twenty fifteen, uh, which ended in twenty sixteen. So yeah, great for that. Um, uh, was, was the journey this year? Oh, the journey was this year. The that uh, weird that kind of just where you walk around. Mm, I think that was desert. the PS four release of it. I think it had a. This is sort of like it's like my own list plus just looking up whatever's coming up as well at the same time. No, like, I, well, refreshing I'm just my going memory. Off of, well, 
I that's why I did all this before the day beforehand. So I just wrote down the ones that this, I know. This is me. I I quit after I found my game of the decade. I I I I already knew what my game of the decade was going to be. I thought about it, but I I just kind of like I had like a bunch of like games in a list here, but I've got like Wikipedia open at the same time and just like refreshing myself and going, oh, I missed that one. Yeah. <laughs> so there's um, there's two that are definitely on your list, Shadow Fox. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start at the lower end of my list for this year. Uh, Ori in the Blind Forest. Okay, that I was, forgot about that one. That was a good one. Fan- that was a fantastic game. Um, Fallout Four was this year. Another good one. Not as uh, great as yeah, not as great as the others, too... but I was, but yeah, it was still enjoyable. Yeah, still played fair. it. Still liked it. Um, Bloodborne this year again. Yeah, Bloodborne was one of my high ones. Uh, Arkham Knight, the final in the Batman series, <laughs> which honestly, again, good series, kind of made a good combat system, and a lot of companies saw that system and went, yeah, we'll take that. And everyone has now copied it. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and then I think my two biggins, Undertale. Phantom- Undertale and Phantom Pain. Yeah, I figured those might, would be. Yeah, I might have more to speak about those later on. <laughs> um, I will say another big one was Witcher Three that came out that year. Oh yeah. Um, not played it yet. I don't know if I'm ever going to get time. Another one that uh, was big for me was Nuclear Throne. I, you, I really enjoyed you, that one. You, you, I remember you speaking a lot about that game. Yeah, it uh, was really good while it was in development. Um, and Majora's Mask 3D came out. Mm-hmm. Really? What about you, Turb? What was you? Uh, what were your biggins? I mean, I went through some of them, yeah, but uh, a couple other ones uh, that I didn't uh, talk about. Persona Four: Dancing All Night. Oh. I came out oh, yeah. during that time. Uh, although I think, uh, what was it? Uh, well, I didn't play it until later because it was a free game on PlayStation Plus until dawn. Um, yeah, no, that's that fair. came out that year. Uh, although, granted, yeah, it's, it's serviceable. It was like, uh, but. Um, no, I think the game that year was Transformers Devastation. Um, and again, I, I've heard nothing Platinum bad games, about that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Platinum Games they 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 know how uh, they knew how to work uh, on that one there. Uh, and well, gra- granted, it didn't come out the following year, but it did come out in Japan uh, in 2015. But I'm a bit ashamed to have uh, said <laughs> it's against like Galgon Double Trees. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on, 2016. Uh, hang on, wait, there's two big ones that I had for 2015. My right. indie big one was Crypt of the Necrodancer. Oh, that, that's, that's, oh, that's good, that's good. So it was in early access the year before, which is when we bought it. But it was oh, officially okay. released in 2015. The okay. other one is the Talus Principle. Oh, that's um, a fun one, yeah. It's one I highly recommend to anyone that likes their puzzle games. Uh, it does not get enough love. That game. I'll, mm. do a quick, I'll do a quick little shout out as well for Rocket League that released that year and Super Mario Maker. Not games I play, but games <laughs> that were. That's fair. They deserve. They, they, yeah, they, they like. Um, I, I, they're, they're not all games I've all necessarily played, but they're games that are worth like a little. This also came out. I don't know a lot of people like this because I've seen it and it is a good game, and I'll agree on that. <laughs> well, I'm the same. I I did play those briefly. Uh, both of those. Uh, well, especially Rocket League re- recently, and I can understand the appeal of them, but uh, pff, I'm just not into them at all. Yeah, not. But my no, thing. they're still uh, worth like honorable mentions of the year. <laughs> <laughs> the every every title that I've mentioned here are pretty much honorable mentions. Um, but yeah, 2016. Well, I played at least. Um. That came out during this year. Uh, you have uh, the Batman Telltale series. 
that was, yes. that was good. That I need to yeah. get through to that at some point. That that they were still they were still hitting home. They hit they they peaked again with that. I yeah. Think. No, well, I think they were kind of like wavering on this one. I mean, I they. I I, 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 I I I feel like some of their Walking Dead's between were a little lacking, and mm-hmm. uh, the Game of Thrones I think came out before that or around this time, and that was a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Uh, Dead by Daylight also came out that year. Obviously, yes. if anyone who is obviously seeing any of the last minute continue live streams um, on the YouTube or like the replays on YouTube and stuff like that, know that we like our Dead, uh, Dead, uh, Dead by Daylight. It's a good one. Um, uh, this is also the same year that the PlayStation VR came out as well, I believe. So, yes, it was. Uh, so stuff like uh, that I got to play, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. That's fun. Oh, um, I do enjoy that one. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that might have came, came out earlier uh, for the other VR set. Of no, it came it out in on... 2016. Oh, it did come out in 2016. All right. So, so All the VR headsets right came out in that year, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, a couple of uh, other shameful kind of like stuff that I played, like Senran Kagura SL Versus. Uh, oh, Job, uh, Simulator. Job Simulator was that year. <laughs> yeah. My first, my first time playing a... Um, what was it uh, a visual novel style kind of like game? Uh, Root Letter. Um, uh, it's kind of like an adventure yeah. ty- uh, kind of like game where you, you know, it's like Japanese adventure style. I think. I think they call it visual novels. I think. Yes, they do. Yeah. So uh, played that. Shantae Half Genie Hero came out in 2016 as well. Oh yeah, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Ooh. I feel as though that. <laughs> That is underrated. That I feel like, even though it's like a soft reboot of the of the series, I I still felt felt it's damn good game. Uh, Unravel came out that year. Lovely game that one. Oh wow! Um, Ooh. Uh, super hot. Super. Uh, uh, came out that year, but I played it on PS4, which came out the year after. Uh, Star Fox Zero and Guard uh, came out that year as well. Uh, Sonic Boom, Fire, Nice, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, and uh, Pro- uh, Project Diva X uh, came out that year as well. So uh, some big one. Go. Yeah, yeah, I uh, quite a big one. But the biggest one that I'm saving here for last. And I'm sorry, I think this might be uh, getting close to that top co- co- coveted top spot for me at least. Uh, although, granted, everyone's fighting for this top spot here. Uh, <laughs> Doom 2016. Oh yes, oh, uh, you, you, it was the first thought when I went game this decade was Doom twenty sixteen has anything beaten that? That was like my benchmark. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so no. it's quite it's quite tough, and but it's looking like for myself that that is my game of the decade. I think I'm not one hundred percent sure. Huh? I don't know. I, I'm still con- contemplating it between that and a couple of other titles so, so we'll see few, at the end there's a few big titles from my end that i played that this year persona mm. 5 oh yeah yeah no no question steamward heist which was a favorite of mine uh dark souls 3 mm. titanfall 2 oh titanfall 2 was definitely a winner for me that year haven't finished I, it yet <laughs> I, it, it's a shame ea wanted it to die uh, XCOM 2, uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon. Oh, Sumo. Um, and then there was a few others which I don't think any of us were big on, which were Overwatch, came out that year. Mm. Yeah, I 
<laughs> I, 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 like, I played it and I did enjoy it. Though I think my stance on Activision Blizzard from now on is no. <laughs> Just no. <laughs> uh, Uncharted 4 did come out that year, though. Do you know what else came out that year? What's that? Another Soulsian game. Did I not say Dark Souls 3? <laughs> not yet. Yeah, he did say Dark Souls 3. Dark Souls 3. I, 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 yeah, missed that. I missed that one. Sorry. <laughs> oh, well. But yes, the end of the Dark Souls trilogy. And that was my favourite. Hmm. Um, and another one inside I quite liked. Oh, was that that weird indie game of the child? Or yes, uh, yeah, yeah. I it was like uh, it was the follow up to uh, Limbo. Yes, yes, it's done by the same guys. Yes, yes. Uh, which, funnily enough, Limbo must have came out uh, earlier in the decade. It did, I um... think it was twenty ten. Yeah, or two thousand nine. So... Oh, so it might have just skipped on the decade. Mm. Either or. So. Oh, so what else was uh, there? This is. Are you done? I think I got a Owlboy. Yeah, go ahead. Owlboy was this year. That was a fun little mm-hmm. platformer. A Stardew mm-hmm. Valley. Oh, I, how did I forget Stardew Valley? I put which recently you had an update again. Mm. More that, that's still going. Um, Stellaris. That's a fun one. Lots of mods. That one's still going. Uh, what else? The Deus Ex: Mankind Divided. Mm. Killing Floor. <laughs> killing, yeah, Killing Floor Two, which. I swear came out earlier, but I feel like that thing was in early access for, <laughs> for like, like... 10 years. <laughs> yeah, mm. I, f- I feel like it's something like that. And um, there was one huge release in 2016. Which one was? Monst- Pokemon Go. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's a good point. I think that might... I think... i tell you what, Game of the Decade... It's hard to argue Pokemon Go wouldn't be one of the top <laughs> contenders for that. No, I'm not. I'm not going to disagree with you on that one. Certainly, by one, that one, that, yeah. that, that first month when that game came out, you could not avoid Pokemon for that entire week, that month. It was just every, people were walking around, phones out, yeah. <laughs> almost getting run over. Yeah. Uh, but is is that is that it for 2016? Because I think. Uh, I think that's a 2016 for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, we've got 2017 then, uh, where some notable ones that I put down. Um, yeah, I remember uh, we definitely did cover this one because... Yeah, we did We did, <laughs> yeah. We did. did do this uh, in our uh, in a podcast. You can go back and watch it, but uh, or watch it, listen back to it. Uh, <laughs> you can, you can watch it as well if you put... You can watch like... it with your ears. Uh, <laughs> I think I've already made that joke already on these podcasts. Uh, but... Um, yeah, 2017, uh, just no, a couple of notable things. Evil Within 2, Resident Evil 7, uh, Biohazard, um, Hellblade's Senona's uh, uh, Sacrifice. Um, I played this play a lot la- later um, for that, uh, thanks to Game Pass. But uh, regardless, still good. Mar- Marion Rabbit's Kingdom Battle, which was a surprise. Oh, well, this was also the Switch release. I was uh, going to say, yeah, you Switch. missed the big one, the Switch. <laughs> yeah, this, oh, this is the Switch. So you had like Breath of the Wild and uh, Kingdom Battle and uh, Splatoon 2 and Super Mario Odyssey. Jeez, there was a lot, there was a lot uh, of big titles that launched yeah. for the, fir- for the it, Switch. The Switch came out swinging pretty hard. Oh yeah, definitely. Sonic Mania, 
uh, originally came out that year as well. This is true. Uh, and Sonic Forces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you had the yin and yang of uh, the Sonic. Uh, I'm game surprised first. actually. None of these. I neither of the online game, the MMOs. I'm thinking came on either list, but Final Fantasy XIV and um, Elder Scrolls Online came out this decade and have been updating every couple of years as well. So. Yeah, I mean, Final Fantasy fourteen. you had, like, the massive reset of that one. So if we're not... Uh, the reset version started in 2010 and died in yeah. 2011? Or maybe 2012? And then f- the current version of it was released in 2013 and has mm-hmm. had a expansion every two years. But I didn't yeah, start playing so... it till 2019, so... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the same for Monster Hunter as well. Yeah, it's Monster true. Hunters had uh, a number of titles throughout this decade as well, mm. and I mean, of course, the most notable one is Monster Hunter World at the moment, which is still going strong. Is Monster Hunter but... World an MMO? It's not an MMO, but it's... but it's like you know, it's like online, like the online component of like teaming up and going yeah. hunting you've, monsters. You've, and you've stuff got like your hub worlds and stuff, and yeah, and that's that was a that was a great game. It's on the Xbox Game Pass, so yay, played that now. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, uh, the last one I want to talk about uh, from my list, or la- last couple even, um, uh, Life Strange Before the Storm, so a prequel to Life Strange. Yeah, that's fair. Um, um, which, you know, it wasn't the typical form of like episodic content. It was only like three episodes, not five. Um, but well, that's uh, fine. The no, last... no, the, no one really set the rules for episodic games. Well, many people. Well, it's like. When Telltale started the episodic games, it was normally inconsistent of five episodes. Usually. Five or six. I think Sam and Max started with six and went All down right. to five. All right. So, so it, it's kind of like between that kind of like, uh, mm. you know, kind of like number. But anyway, the last one I want to talk about was, uh, and again, this is a, a series that have had entries before, either in this decade or in the last one, but Nier Automata. Oh, uh, yes, oh, yeah. which I didn't yeah. play till the year after and would have probably made my number one for that year, if I'm going to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, so, yeah, that was, that's uh, just a few notable tiles that I so played I, in that year. I'm you didn't mention what your number one from that year was. Uh, which was... Breath of the Wild. I did mention Breath of the Wild. Did you? I, I don't know. You I listed off a lot of Switch games very quickly, to be fair. Yeah, yes, I, 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 I think that one kind of got lost in the travel because <laughs> I didn't remember hearing that one, but fair enough. <laughs> Oh, I missed out Marvel vs. Capcom 3. When oh, did that come out? That was 2011. Mm-hmm. That was and fun. then you had Ultimate later on that year as well, I believe. Yeah. Uh, that yes. Was, that was that was fun. Fighting uh, Phoenix right. <laughs> yep. Oh, Yakuza 0, that was... There's been a lot again, of Yakuza again, games. Again, there was, there was a lot of Yakuza games that came out this decade. Okay, yeah. Yakuza's been hitting it out. I mean, Sega been pretty much doing pretty good with their obscure Japanese titles that have somehow gotten <laughs> amazingly big in the West. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I, I play the Hatsune Miku games, for Christ's sake. <laughs> That's true. Actually, actually, I, I just realized Yakuza Zero was actually 2015 in Japan, didn't come out worldwide till 2017, 2018. So, wow. so, yeah. so yeah. So, yeah, so that was a lot I, I love uh, that for 2019, um, Wikipedia have now added a films based on video game releases category. It's like, it's oh, there's that many, is there? Wait, when did a Doom movie come out this year? Uh, yeah, movie? it was Annihilation. It came out oh. direct to DVD. Oh, well, that's why I didn't see anything. Fair enough. Uh, what else was this? So this this year was Destiny Two as well. Uh, I mean, we've we've done two, 2018, yeah. 2019 on our own things. 
we've we've missed out on a few big ones like I don't know, Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, Sekiro. that was somewhere. Was it Night in the Woods? Was also then and Fortnite 2017. Yay, Fortnite. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I think yeah, 2017 was pretty much the well because you had PUBG in alpha. Uh, like in early access, like yes. a couple of years beforehand. I mean, is it, is so, yeah, it out yeah, of it so, yet? <laughs> I don't know. It's like it has a it has a disc release on Xbox, so and and on PlayStation. So I think I feel as though that it's if it's got a disc now, it's out of beta. Yeah, that's a that's a fair assumption. I think. Oh, I missed out yeah. No Man's Sky from 2016. That was a. Well, actually, no. I would, I would say No Man's Sky in 2016 was not a good game. No Man's Sky now <laughs> is a good game. Yeah, I would say was it was it, it was either like it was either next or be I think next was the update that made it good. Then there was Beyond, which has made it even better. And then there was a new one very recently, which is even mm. which is even amazing. Mm. It, it's a game that has proven you can release a pile of shit and make it good. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. But you and can. They've definitely suffered because of it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They suffered because of it. it. Like if the game released as it was now, good game. As it was, mm-hmm. bad game. <laughs> yeah. So, I feel I feel so we've gone on long enough, and I think we can we've listed off a ton and ton of ton. There has been a lot of games that came out in this past decade, and there's just way too many. And trying to narrow it down to the game of the decade is gonna be difficult. Um, it's it's see, extremely difficult because we've had the we had the generation jump as well. If we've been yeah, yeah, we were in between generations and with different innovations and whatnot that were introduced into this seri- uh, into this uh, uh, into this market with uh, VR and stuff like that, and even the, um, even the mid console upgrades as well. Yeah, well, because I think because yeah. like, was it we're next gen Xbox whatever the new xbox tower thing and the xbox PlayStation series Pi. x and playstation 5 yeah. which is slated for very early next decade no, they, like, well no, yeah not. for the decade well, they're slated well for next a, decade yeah no they're they're next year yeah the next year oh yeah so yeah so they're early this decade so this next decade <laughs> will be the decade of the, the well yeah the next the decade consoles. will be the main the main contenders will be xbox one series s and ps5 but they're coming out mm. at the end of 2020, so this is the end of the decade. Will really be the swan song for the um, free, uh, the Xbox One and PS4, really. And it will see it will be whether uh, console manufacturers focus on making some really good games to round out this generation, or do they just focus all their energy on the next gen? I mean, depend. It's I say console generation. It, it's it's always interesting to see like well, how how is the adaption rate. Because you get a lot of games, like Destiny was one of the games that was cross-generational for a very long time before they, I think like four years before they dropped it. Mm. Just because the old consoles didn't have the space <laughs> to In work theory, with it. In uh, theory, well I think they've uh, Xbox have confirmed that all of their games will be forward compatible, so that's at least that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 so, Xbox is, com- I think all previous Xbox generations are backwards compatibility on the new Xbox. I think, uh, except ex- not all Xbox original titles will be. I think. No, not I don't think all of them, but a decent amount of them will be. We'll have to wait and see. Well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're going to end on this topic of what we feel is the game of a deck. Now we all have our different tastes and whatnot. So and we got a plethora of games to choose from and whatnot. 
I'm gonna go last on this, so because apparently Josh has his game of the decade. Um, so mine, for this podcast. Mine was very easy to pick, and it's not going to change even with another year, because I've basically gone. I I looked at those top games, and as soon as I figured out that the Binding of Isaac had been released this generation, regardless of which version, um, I've put 600 hours into that game. <laughs> I'm still playing that game despite the fact I've 100%ed it because it's such a good game to just go back to and that was my main thing is would I still play it? Did I enjoy this game when it came out? Yes. Have I continued playing it? Yes. Do I still enjoy this game? Yes. For me, and bearing in mind, I did not buy this game originally. Dusk bought this game for me as a gift. Hey. <laughs> now admittedly I bought the Rebirth version but you know, that's I think that's proof of that game has had that staying power that it deserves the honour of my game of the decade because no game like maybe if I'd started playing Final Fantasy fourteen when it was first released, that might have hit it, but I didn't. I played that this year and as far as I'm concerned, yes it's my game of the year, but it's spoilers. <laughs> if you haven't seen the other one anyway. Um <laughs> but it's not stood the test of time yet for me. Binding of Isaac has stood the test of time. I'm still playing it eight years later. Well, nine years later, almost. Yeah. I, I, I just think it deserves it. So the okay. Binding of Isaac... I'm going to say the Rebirth version, just because it's the better version. Hmm. But it's it's not a game for everyone, and that's perfectly understandable. It's a roguelike, so... Yeah. Loads of luck. It's got a stupidly difficult character players, but you know what? I think it's got enough that it's worth everyone trying it. No, no, yeah. I would ask good, good points. Yeah, so, I, I, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed the game. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. So, John, what do you feel feel as though that the, you know, your game my, is... My, my game of the decade? Uh, yeah. So, when I was... So, I spent some time on my night shift at work thinking about what would I say is like a game of the decade? And well, I could say, you know, I spent a lot of time in Dota. I spent a lot of time in Destiny. But I thought, well, these games aren't, while they're good, they're not necessarily unique kind of games. They they didn't really necessarily shake up the game development world. And I decided, well, what's something that lingers with me still something that i still enjoy and is something different and i honestly think i might have to say that undertale was my game of the year because as well as game of the decade game of the decade sorry it was game of the year it was game of the year that year and it's also my game of the decade now uh but because i think through it and i think well what is it it's an indie game made by toby fox with help from temi chang and it has as much, like, it's, it's, it's as well known as any Call of Duty, any other Fortnite, any whatever. It's an indie game where the guy who's come out and managed to, at this point, get his character Sans in un- from Undertale in Smash Brothers. He even made and went a musical track for Smash Brothers. It's, it's and Sans like a- appeared in wrestling as well. He did, yeah. It, like, and this is the thing: it's 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 had a ripple effect. 
I was, I mean, I was quite honestly tempted to put Five Nights at Freddy's here as well for essentially the same reason. Guy comes along, makes game, becomes worldwide hit. You don't need to be a AAA. You don't need to be an Activision. You don't need to be an EA or an Ubisoft to make a really good game. So that's an interesting one because, you know, I can't go to the supermarket now without seeing FNAF um, Funkos, FNAF figurine collection stuff. Merchandise and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I think this year has been a really good year for indie developers in general. I just put Undertale above FNAF because I think Undertale is a more enjoyable game as well. No, I I agree with you on that one. (laughs) Like, Like, FNAF probably has a bigger appeal, but... I the Undertale is a game worth playing just for it just for playing the game anyway the fact and the the cultural impact it's had as well is what makes it more than just like a game of the decade but makes it a memorable moment of the decade as well in gaming history. Now I can't uh, say anything wrong on that. So with myself it's kind of difficult um because I have three tiles that are headbutting each other to try to get into that top podium spot. Fight, where fight, fight, fight. It's it's very difficult to kind of like say because I've, I, I felt that all three of these titles did their job of keeping me, uh, you know, keep me hooked for a good, good while uh, and introduce uh, or, or just be really good games in their, uh, in their franchises and whatnot. And actually, get me like real hooked into them and whatnot. Uh, and even though I was already hooked on them beforehand, it just sucked me right back in. And those three, I have to say, are either, uh, are basically Halo Reach, Gear mm-hmm. 3, and Doom 2016. Those three are making it difficult for me to choose from. Um <laughs> I mean, I would lean to reach, but that's me. <laughs> well, of course, I I'm the same. It's like it's it's really hard because I I love Reach. Reach was a great game. I think it's like, uh, and uh, you know, Gears Three was also a really good ge- game as well. Because in both of those games, it was all like it was all about the characters as well in the story. It's like it's this. Uh, well, for Reach, it was finding out what happened before mm. the first Halo. It's, with, it's like, it's like with, if, you, if, you, if you knew the books, you knew the outcome. Yeah, because this is the thing. To, to, I had already read the book, so I kind of knew well, everything that was going to happen. But, well, to, with, but, to, so, but to get well, an, another point of view on it, to get a new perspective, was a fan, it was super enjoyable. I, I, I mean, I, I, I went back and played sp- it now because it's out again, and I still enjoy it. I'm not going to spoil the ending, but I do think the ending has was done really well. For I, I I think that I think it might have, that was pretty good. Well, that, that that was the case with um, for me. Well, well, the case with me was that I didn't read the 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 additional media that actually, you know, told about you know the fall of Reach and stuff like that. Uh, I didn't read that. So when I played the game, I I knew about it. I knew because I played the other entries in the series where they talked say, about. It, yeah, it, it, yeah, it yeah. is a prequel essentially. So yeah, I, you know what's so, gonna happen, but how yeah, it happens. But how it happens. It went. It it really got it. You know, really uh, went with me. Uh, Gears Three on that was a you know the crown jewel in a trilogy that um, 
you know, nicely, at the time, nicely wrapped it all up in this nice little, like, story arc where you've been through that kind of, like, you know, I think at that time, uh, what was it? It was 2006? Uh, the first game came out so yeah so about right. like so about seven year journey of that of that series and whatnot f- across three games and you're kind of like been with these t- uh, all these characters and then the twists that come around them it's like it, it was quite the ride on that one with act with really good action to boot and then you have doom three uh, or and then you have Doom 2016, which just completely blows story out of the water and just gives you badass action. But it, it does uh, it for the betterment of the game, is the thing. Yes. In, in terms yeah. of in, in terms of pure game play enjoyment, you can't go too wrong <laughs> with Doom. No, no, you can't. So really, it's difficult for me to choose just one game between those three. But if I had, if but, but if someone put a gun to my head and just said, "Look, you have to choose one." Hang on. Uh, yeah, let me just yeah. go get my gun. <laughs> <laughs> but no, if, it, if I had a gun to my head and I had to choose one, I think it had to go to Reach. Uh, I think Halo Reach it it really good because it, of course it allowed you to be kind of like because Noble Six, who you get to play as in the game, was essentially yourself. It to was a, a blank slate. Degree. It was a blank slate. Even though he had a voice in he the game, he had a he, and, and you could and you could customize him as you wished. Yeah, uh, or her. I or believe her. you can make uh, you, you can them, you can uh, yeah yeah. So so and so in hindsight, it's like it it was that game which allowed you to do that. Now, granted, you had ODST uh, beforehand that kind of like had you in a rookie role I in the story it. and whatnot, and you you kind of like insert yourself into the series. But uh, but no, Reach took it a bit st- further because it gave you emotional con- connections to the characters that were supporting you in that game, and the 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 level layout was great. The missions that you were on were great. Um, overall, I found found it to be. Great. I will say, so, out of out of the three that you've picked, I think that's a good decision as well, just because the stuff outside of that single player experience that Halo. Uh, reach added to the series as well yeah i i played a lot of them online when it was act uh, when i was fully into it i was fully invested with the multiplayer off reach and i felt as though that was the best multiplayer in the series it had some of the best it had they added grift ball as a actual game mode they had ski ball they had races they had it was a cust they had like i believe they introduced the forge as well they, they they introduced Forge 2.0. I think, they they yeah, because Forge was in three, but Forge 2.0. In I mean, Halo has always been a trendsetter in gaming, like in general gaming. Like it's it, it's hard to tell. I think Halo 2 was one of the first games to introduce a sort of a health regen system because it made sense in Halo. You had a shield. Mm. Yeah. It, you're not you're not taking the hits. Your shield is. And then every other game decided, you, you're in World War Two. you can take a few 50 bullets. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Just suck your thumb in the corner and, you yeah. know. But, but interesting, yeah. when, it, when, it went, when it went back to ODST and Halo Reach, you had a shield bar and a health bar. Yeah, and it made sense, though. Yeah, and it still made sense. Halo has been, Halo has been one of the ones that has, like I say, it's been, it's been a trendsetter, it's put things in place, and it's always made sense for it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm 
I'll stick with my gun. Uh, stick with my choice there of Halo Reach. I feel as though that was game of the year for me, uh, or game of the decade even. So, yeah. um, well, game of this year, game of the first year. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I because it, it, you can now play it on PC for all those PC players out there who want to understand what this all was all about and whatnot. You got yeah, the entire I actually Halo collection. Yet, by the way, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm still waiting. I'm trying to get through the PC version at the moment. Oh, well, there you go then. So you'll get through it eventually. But anyway, I feel as though that's uh, perfect for us to end uh, this very extra long podcast because mm. this is going way too longer than normal. So it's almost thanks for much for sticking around. <laughs> I have been sticking around. Yeah, I say this decade, certainly towards the, the beginning of the decade, absolutely amazing. And I think as we've been coming to the latter half, we've definitely been seeing an increase of the amount of quality games that come out, which has made it more difficult. I think yeah. I, I think there are certainly some there are there are some big hitters this year, and well, if we're lucky, loot boxes are going away. <laughs> no, they're not going away for a while. Not for, not for a while, but <laughs> hopefully, sometime in the next, sometime in the two hundred and third decade, decade, we'll uh, start getting rid of loot boxes. But uh, we'll see. We shall mm. see how it turns out. Indeed, we will bring back anyway. cheat codes. <laughs> you never know they might well uh anyway that is us for the last minute continue cast here for december 2019 i hope you enjoyed yourselves if you liked uh listening to us subscribe to where wherever you're hearing this either through itunes or uh or other listening kind of like platforms that you're listening to this uh on uh be sure to you know keep up to date by following following the last minute continue um uh, Twitter at Last Men Continue, and uh, also checking out the YouTube. Uh, well, not the YouTube, but uh, the actual website as well, lastminutecontinue.com. Uh, check out the YouTube channel as well, out. and the Twitch Please channel. Check out the YouTube. Check out the and Twitch. Yeah, but um, and if you haven't yeah, already, but... listen to our um, game of the years for 2019 and even 2018 and 17 if you uh, fancy it. Uh, I've already given away my best the uh, game of the year for 2019, but these two guys. You know, there's still a secret out there. What was the game they loved the most? <laughs> yeah, you can go listen back and whatnot. But anyway, thanks very much for listening, guys. I've been John Turbo Finley. This has been Josh. Yarg. This has been John. Ahoy. All right, and uh, we will see you. Well, I don't know if they'll be back for next month, but I'll be here next month uh, t- for the brand new year. That is 2020. Uh, hopefully, it's going to be a better year than this one. I'll definitely <laughs> be praying on that. Uh, Take care, people. (laughs) (laughs) Take care. Take care, people, and see you later. Bye-bye.